Hope you're ready for the next episode. Let's put it on the table. Kalia Sharon. Hey y'all, how's the day going for you? How's your week? Did you have a great weekend? Are you staying safe? Well, I hope you are. Welcome to another episode of Let's Put It on the Table. I'm Kalia Sharon. Now, before I get into things, I have an announcement. Okay, we are on Google Podcast now. So make sure you check out the show over there. Now, y'all know, as per usual, I have to say thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast. Thanks for sharing this podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are listening and you are not subscribed or following, please stop what you're doing right now and do that. And when this podcast is over, share it with someone you know. Now, let's get into it. Now, today's episode is more so of a story time and maybe something someone can learn from and also you know you may can learn a few things about me and also this you may you know relate to this experience as well so as I promised from last week's episode I will talk about the time I experienced racism with a teacher so when I was in my first year of college I experienced my first ever moment of being called a racial slur by an adult now the adult was my teacher like I just said um I was also racially profiled by her as well I also want you guys to know that a kid called me a wetback before I yeah I was in like first grade and I also was told by a group of my own race my own classmates who was some black sisters okay just like me that I was not black enough to even hang none of that hurt my feelings but this experience hit me different than I am about to talk about so let's begin this story first day of class um this sometimes would go in high school or in college I know this for sure but first day of class Either you are assigned seats or you sit wherever you want and where you're sitting that first day is going to remain your seat for the rest of the semester or in most classes you can sit wherever um, throughout the whole year. Now let me give a little background info on me. My family is filled with educators and doctors on my mom's side and my mom is also an educator she's been in the game for 30 years i cannot wait for her to retire because the kids nowadays are a different breed from when you know if you're my age when we were in school we were way more respectful our parents were older so you got kids out here raising kids but that's a whole nother story for another day and they're just so damn disrespectful but whatever so with that being said i have respect for teachers period so Let it be known that I in no way disrespected her, the teacher, that I am going to talk about at all. So in this class, it was English Comp 2. I was taking it at Heinz Community College in a small town in Mississippi. I want y'all to keep this in mind. Note that I was a commuter and I never spent a lot of time on the campus because I worked a job as well. So I went straight from class to work so keep all of that in mind and also keep in mind too um my oldest sister was also 
in school and she was working. So sometimes, you know, like if I had to go pick up the boys and take them to her mom's or go get something for her, like that was also a task for me too. So I just could not just hang around the campus like that. Plus I would, I'm an introvert. Introverts don't hang. You should know. Also, mind you, I was an AB student. I did not play about my grades, especially in college. Okay. Never played about my grades, but in this class, wherever we sat, the first day was our seat for the rest of the semester. So as we came in and sat down, she took attendance, but she never called my name. Now, when a teacher never calls your name in college, you know, they'll say, okay, well, after this is over, come see me and pull out your schedules. You know, maybe you're in, in my class, but this is the wrong class time you're in or um, somebody got the schedule wrong or whatever. She did none of that. Oh, and let me add this in. In college, I always took classes under the tutelage of the best professors because I believed in education and I wanted the best for myself. So anyways, and the way I chose this comp to teacher is because she wrote the English book for the college. So I was like, why not take it under a teacher who wrote the book for the college? Like that's the teacher that's going to teach you everything you need to know. That's going to be more knowledgeable. So that's why I chose her. Anyways, after we came, you know, she took the attendance and all this stuff. Um, she asked whose name she didn't call. So I raised my hand, which she saw. She saw me raise my hand. OK, but she turned her back. I was immediately confused. Mind you, I was also a shy person. Us introverts are very shy. I'm still that way. I'm only... Um, you know, not so much of an introvert around my friends. I still am sometimes around my friends, but that's just the way I am. So I didn't know whether to put my hand down or keep it up and speak up. So she turned back around and she still disregarded it. So I put my hand down and I was still confused. So then she proceeds to tell the class, when I call out your name, I'll tell you to either go to the left or to the right of the room. So I'm thinking, okay, as we start, I'm like, we about to play a game or something like this is English. Like, why are we playing games? Like, this is so middle school. Like, we should be writing. And I'm a, y'all will know later that writing is something I love to do. It's my first love. I still love doing it. Um, so when it came down to the last three people, which were me and two others, I noticed that the left side of the class were blacks and the other side was white. And I said to myself, this is so bold. Like, I don't, I don't really know where this is going. So she directed the other two uh, besides me that were left, you know, to which side they needed to go on. And I was left in the middle of the back of the class sitting down. Then again, she turned her back. So I gathered my things and, you know, proceeded to walk to the left side of the classroom. And she hurried up and turned around and she looked at me and said, what do you think you're doing? I said, oh, I'm going to this side of the room. She started to raise her voice and she yelled, no, you're not. You must stay right there where you were. It felt like 
what is it like the scratch on the needle when the dj is djing you know it the whole room got quiet it got so quiet i looked over at the left side which was all the black people and all of them looked in shock and <laughs> some of my classmates on the right which were the white and like the two asian people that were in there they were shocked and shaking their heads my heart dropped okay besides that time of being in the room with my granddad when the doctors announced that he had cancer and and stuff that was the only other time that I fought back to hold my tears and in that room when that happened I was holding back tears I fought so hard not to cry because I didn't know what the fuck was going on I was so hurt and that that was very traumatic especially as a person who is nice like people know me I'm a nice person but I'm just the person like when you cross me that's it you know watch your back like that's it like watch your back for me but don't watch your back for me because at the end of the day I rely on God to get the get back because I ain't got to do the get back because God is good so anyway um for the rest of the class duration I was so distraught all I could hear in my head was a replay of what she called me and my classmates reaction like y'all when I say that was so embarrassing it was so embarrassing it was like as, as if someone stripped me naked in front of everybody you know like it was embarrassing but let me add that it was maybe five times that she was nice to me for whatever reason throughout the semester um or throughout whatever was left of this semester which I'm about to get into that so as the semester went by, we all know there's this thing called a research paper that most hate and a few like me enjoy um, that you have to do. I was excited because I love language arts and reading and, you know, I love literature. So writing a research paper was going to be a challenge, but so up my alley. So at this point, it's the beginning of April. We get assigned the topics for our research paper and I also have an A in this class. Okay, let me note that. I believe in raising my hands to get answers to questions that I don't understand. Closed mouths don't get fed. So if you're in high school or if you're just starting college and you're curious about something that's assigned to you or something that you're doing and you're not sure, please raise your hand and ask the teacher. Or if the teacher doesn't want to answer your question, then you need to get a very smart classmate and hang with them so you can understand what's going on so you can know what you're doing. So um, maybe two weeks after we get our assigned topics, the class meets in the computer lab to work on, you know, our papers. And, you know, that was our last chance to ask her questions if we needed to, because after that, we were only going to see her to drop off all our papers. And that was it. So I can remember in this class, an old high school classmate who was also foreign, a black foreigner, which I love her. So she's so sweet. She was so sweet. I'm not going to say her name, but she sat beside me in this class um, in, in the computer lab. And the teacher passed out our note cards we had turned in, you know, to her and she gave it back to us with her corrections and suggestions she left a note on mine that said see me in my office during office hours 
I was so confused because I'm like looking through my note cards like where does she didn't write anything else like I want to start writing this paper like today you know though it was due like four weeks later but I wanted to write it today like I even had my outline and everything like this is everything so uh so I was confused so that same day um I had to go to work so I called my job and I told them I wasn't coming in because I had to meet with my teacher later. But before the class let out, I raised my hand to ask a question, a question on something that I didn't understand. She told me, read the book. Read the book just like that. Then she said, read the book. I'm not explaining what I wrote, meaning the English comp Two book that she wrote, by the way, for the college. My classmate that was sitting beside me with her sweet self, she turned to me. She said, oh, my God, you're going to have to do you like that. That was her accent. I love her accent. <laughs> but I just sat there. I went I said, no. I was like, again, trying to hold back tears because I'm like, what did I do? I just got a question and it's killing me because I want to write this paper. And all I see on this note card is see me during office hours. And I can't wait that long because I wanted to start like in an hour when I leave here before I get to work, you know. So I responded back with I did, but I need a more clear understanding. So she told me to read the book again. <sighs> so I was like, I'll just ask her when I see her in her office. So again, the same day, I go to her office to wait on her to see her with her instructions that said to do so. But while I waited, I checked my grades. I had three A's and two B's. Keep that in mind. One of those A's were in her class. And when I say it was a high A, it was a high A. Keep that in mind. So her office hours were from one to three. So I got there at 1245 because I'm such an early bird. And I'm like I said before, I'm so damn calculated. It's crazy. But um, I got there at 1245 and she didn't get there until like 12. I mean, 215, which again, her office hours were from one to three. So she got there at 215. So I'm waiting in my mind. I'm like, I could have been off this campus working on homework or at my job that I didn't call out from. So I waited. When she finally got there, she didn't acknowledge me. And I'm sitting right outside of her door, right outside beside her door. She just unlocked her door, went straight in and sat at her desk. About 15 minutes go by. And I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, dang, like, uh, like I'm still sitting there. Like I've been sitting here. I'm the only one out here. I know she see me. Like maybe I should say something. But 15 minutes go by and she says, oh, you can come in with an attitude. So. I walk in with a smile on my face and she says aggressively, what do you want? As she said, just like that. And I was like, want, but okay. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying to myself. Like you're an English teacher. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. So anyways, um, I know when she said that she saw all the confusion on my face. Cause when I say I was confused, I was like, first of all, it's want. Second of all, why are you talking to me like that? Like I'm confused. Like, did I do something? So I held up my note cards with her sticky note on it that said, you know, come into my office. And I said, you wrote a note on my card saying to come see you. Then again, like she always did, she ignored me. So I just sat there quietly. Then she looked at me and she said, okay, wait, 
I know y'all was getting to the good part of this episode. Trust me, we about to get to the good part. This, this next part is going to be good. But listen, if you're looking at your hands right now and you're noticing ash and dry skin, you're about to go see your boot or something and your lips are caressing, head over to skinnylicks.com right now to get what you need for your crusty, dusty needs, okay? We are having 50% off sale all month long of february so get your hands on our best-selling handmade butter scrubs dry body oils and lip oils again head over to www.skinnylicks.com and get 50 percent off your entire order sale ends february 28th and make sure you subscribe to the email list for exclusive offers and new additions that's about to drop soon okay now back to the episode i've been seeing the way you've been looking at me when I'm on campus walking around at night and I feel like you're a threat to me. Now, let's go back to when I said earlier that I was also a commuter and I never spent a lot of time on the campus because I worked a job and I helped my sister out when she needed me with her kids. So I went straight from class to work. Also, I was a hustler on the side. I wasn't selling drugs, but you know, like if I had to do hair or something like I was hustling, so... Anyway, so how in the world am I around here at night making threats to you when I'm never here and I don't live on the campus? I don't have a meal plan to be sitting up here hanging around on campus. I'm an introvert. I don't do these things. So, you know, I also was off the campus Monday through Wednesday, like by 1130 in the morning. And I didn't have class on Thursdays and Fridays. So really, I was never on the campus. I was just there strictly for class and I left. So I started saying, excuse me. And she goes, I've been seeing you making threats to me and I feel unsafe. I know your family background and you come from an ugly mutt breed out here mixing the races. Child, <laughs> when she said that, my immediate thought was, now I'm thinking to myself, my immediate thought. I was like, nah, I know you lying because I'm a fine motherfucker, okay? I'm a fine motherfucker, and don't you forget that, period. So then I kept saying, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I tried to say that I'm never really there on the campus. Like, I was trying to tell her I'm never really here. I don't I don't know who you're talking about. Let me know, though. Um, I did hear that it was a girl that looked like me on the campus and a lot of people would I forgot what her name was because people would call me that and I'm like that's not my name and I was like I swear you look like the girl that stay in whatever the dorm was so I kept saying I don't know what you're talking about and then I tried to say you know I'm never really on the campus like that but by the time I could fix my mouth to say it she was calling 911 on me y'all yes 911 okay I started to like you know get frazzled because I'm like what are you doing like what did I, I didn't do nothing for you to call 911 and she started yelling at me and she was like get out get out I had tears in my eyes y'all I grabbed my shit and I ran out luckily my comp one teacher who I absolutely love and still talk to from time to time to this day she stopped me and said I heard everything she said and I know it's not true you're a quiet sweet girl Let's go take this to the dean. But I was crying and told her that the woman dialed 911 on me and I didn't do anything. I'm scared. She, you know, was like, okay, we'll just 
just come on, I'll walk you down to, to your um, vehicle then. So she walked me downstairs to my truck and told me to come to her office in the morning and she would take me to the English Dean so I can report it. And she agreed to be there because she was in her office and heard everything. Like, that's how loud this woman got. When I say, I didn't say a peep, but like, excuse me, and I don't know what you're talking about. I have, but I was so quiet trying to say it, and she was loud as hell, okay? Like, if I knew she was on there, I would have shut the door. But if I would have shut the door, she probably would have accused me of putting my hands on her. Because uh, already she accused me of something that had nothing to do with me so I'm glad the door was open but um you know thank God for my comp one teacher because oh my god but the next day before I walked into the school I checked my grades again my job checked my grades that day and I checked my grades that next morning and the grades that I checked I still had my three A's and my two B's the next day I went from an A in her class to an F. An F, y'all. An A to an F. I couldn't believe it. So I immediately started crying again because, you know, I don't play about my grades. And I was confused because I didn't know what was happening. I mean, you know, I went from being an AB student to an F student. Like, I felt like a complete failure because I'm like, what did I do? I was trying to, before I got out of my vehicle, I was trying to think like, well, is it something I didn't turn in or whatever? And you know how you can look at the list of like all your grades that was turned in and then, you know, your average. I was like, everything is in here. Like, how the fuck does it say AAAA and then if for the average? Confused. So I went to my comp one teacher's office so we can go to the dean. But before we went to the dean, I showed her my grade and I was like, just yesterday, I had an A, now I have an F. I make nothing but A's in school, and especially in this class, I made nothing but A's. She said that my comp two teacher probably changed my grade out of evilness and spiteness or whatever. And so she was like, just show it to the dean, let's go. So as we walked into the dean's office, there was my comp two teacher sitting and cackling like old people do okay like old people like her do okay and I said it because I don't like her but I'm over it anyway she saw me and my cut one teacher walk in together and looked us up and down and laughed and walked out so I sat and talked with the dean about what happened and the dean told me they believe the teacher over me even with my cut one teacher um giving you know what she was a witness to like they still believe my comp two teacher over me and my comp one teacher so i showed her my grade and how it went from an a to an f the dean and the dean acted as if i deserved it and it didn't matter so then she told me to withdraw from the class because i'm not going to pass she really told me to drop out because I'm going to be nothing, but I didn't give a fuck about what she had to say because my life is great. My life was good and now it's great. I mean, it was great and it's still great. So, you know, shove it up her ass. But anyways, um, but I was pissed because that's something I didn't want to do. 
Um, and it's something I ended up having to do, you know, as a person that made good grades all of their lives and you have to drop a class or it wasn't even a drop. It was a withdrawal. I can't remember what you call it, but you know, like you have that certain time where you could just drop the class and no penalties. I think it's withdrawal because I had to, you know, get a W within, you know, the history of an F sitting behind that and at that retake the class and I had to wait basically a whole year to take the class again because uh the college the other college that I ended up going to because I was like I don't want to because it was in between her and another teacher um who taught comp one I mean comp two and I didn't want the other teacher so I was like I'm not taking the one that gave me hell so I had to go to another school anyways for another reason. And I was like, damn, they don't offer come to until spring. So <laughs> that pissed me off. But anyways, um, I had to take the W. I had to not the win, the withdrawal, honey. But she put me through hell because of my family history and ethnicity background. Like, what the hell? I guess I was a threat to her because I was thriving and seceding on the wings of my ancestors that she hated so much, honey. But after that, I've heard that other people experience things like that and outside of that with her. And it hurts to speak on the things that I've heard. So I'm not going to speak on the other things um, cause it's not my experience, but I can relate because it's very close to my experience. It's just a little more extreme. Um, but get this y'all, it's not just with black people. It's also with her own kind too, that's having trouble with her. I don't know if she's still there, um, at the college when I was taking it, she probably was like in her fifties, who knows now she's in her probably late sixties. Or probably has retired. But I know she was one of those teachers that live on the campus as well. So uh, I don't know if she's still there. If she was, I would definitely... If you know who I'm talking about and you've experienced her, I'm glad you made it through. Because that's just terrible. Very terrible. So, um, But my advice to anyone that has experienced this is to, you know, just... I don't want to say let it roll off your shoulders, but when something's not right, say something about it, you know? So, um, and also on the school tip, if you don't know who you should take for a certain subject, don't take the easiest person because you're not going to learn anything. Take someone who has really helped their students grow and, you know, succeed and excel. Anyways, I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. I have enjoyed telling my experience with this and giving a little insight as an African-American woman on my experience in the United States in this world. Um, please feel free to share your experience, whether you're of my race or not. I would love to hear. 
Remember, we are now on Google Podcasts, so be sure to check us out there. And if you're an iTunes listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you are a Spotify listener, be sure to follow the podcast. Be sure to like and share this as well. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter at Kalia Sharon. That's K-A-L-E-A-S-H-A-R-R-O-N. And be sure to DM me on what you think of this episode, as I said before, and your prior experiences or if you have recently or you're right now experiencing things that I talked about in this episode. If you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss, please let me know. I would love to do that. Also, check out my website at www.kaliasharon.com. With that being said, wear your mask and keep your distance. Spread the love. Until next time, I'm Kalia Sharon. Bye.